This podcast discusses naughty experiences, uses naughty language, and all the naughty things your parents won't want to hear about. Talk dirty to me. Hello everyone, I apologise for the gigantic hiatus that was not supposed to happen. Um, A lot of life has happened and gotten in the way and I don't, I've just not been as sort of, I've not really prioritised the right things recently. Um, I was on holiday with my partner and his family over the weekend and his mum and I both have COVID and have the same symptoms. So it's nice to know that COVID is still around. I've been doing a lot of sort of self-reflecting and I had a good chat with Bella yesterday, my best friend on the planet. Um, and who happened to be the most recent episode of the podcast, like, six months ago. (laughs) And I came to a bunch of realisations, sort of, through speaking about things with her, and she was suggested, I was sort of thinking about my ways of coping with, you know, the different transitions in my life. I was talking, when I was talking to Bella yesterday, about sort of the different thoughts that are going through my head, and the different opinions that I have on, like, um, the next sort of chapter of my life and why I've sort of become complacent with certain things and mainly my career and why I'm not putting the heart and soul that I want to. And Bella suggested that I should do an episode of the podcast. She's like, even if you don't release it, just do it for yourself. But they were saying a lot of things yesterday that she's like, it would be really good to, really therapeutic for you to sort of just share it. So I came to this realization recently, and by recently I mean within the past few weeks, um, what it means to be selfish. Um, a friend, a family friend of mine was telling me that being selfish is the least selfish thing you could ever do, and I don't think I really understood it until I've recently had to make some decisions um, about my life and my future and stuff like that. And he was saying that being selfish is the least selfish thing you could ever do. And I took that on board and I really thought about what it would mean to be selfish. And the more I think about it, the more I realise I know what it means to put yourself first. And there have been a lot of instances in the past few years since I moved back to London from uni in the States where I realised what it meant to put myself second. And when you don't put yourself first, you teach others that you deserve to be put second. So I've been having a lot of thoughts about what it would mean for me to put myself first and a few years ago myself and my roommate at uni were hosting a party and there was someone who was invited to the party that I didn't invite, my roommate did because they're friends and a friend of mine brought this person along. I'd asked everyone if they were gonna be there and everyone said no. And then my friend who was very close with this person brought them along. Um, even though, you know, I asked, I said, are they coming? And, and my friend said, yeah, they are. And then asked, is it okay that they come? After they'd already told me. And I know this was a, it was a long time ago, but what I, came up with the thought that I walked away with after that hasn't really left my life, which is the thought of that night, this friend of mine put the other person's want over my need. And I have come to realize that that is the least effective way to improve your self-respect. I don't really know how to phrase it in like a sort of 
cont- in a sort of tangible way. But I have thought about that line that I that I sort of conjured up when I was confronting my friend about it. Um, and I, uh, the more I think about it, with my life and the sacrifices that I am making without even realizing I'm making anymore. And what I need to start doing, and I think this is a huge thing for people in their, not even just 20s, 20s, 30s, however old you are, you need to put your needs above other people's wants. Because it is not fair for you to walk in, it's not fair on yourself and all of the work and love and pressure and achievements that you have as a human being to walk into a room when you need something and immediately think, well, what does everyone else want from me, from each other? What can I do to make their lives easier? Because this is not a life for anyone but yourself. And whether it's you're in a relationship that you've outstayed your welcome in because you're afraid of what your family are going to think if you guys split, or whether it's you held on to a friend because they don't have a lot of people in their life and you find that you have been their support but they don't offer you that much support or whether it's you're in a job that you work super hard for and you don't get enough credit for and so you think you know what I would rather just stick it out and and keep the strong salary that I'm on than actually risk having to go through interviews and rejection again. Okay I know those are super specific examples they're just examples that I have heard from friends recently um, and ones that I've sort of got pertaining to my own life as well as as well as the people around me and what they're sort of trying to balance and trying to, you know, cope with. This episode is not meant to be like as aggressively self-help as it's coming across as. Um, I just thought I would share what I've been, you know, thinking and learning and going through and experiencing and all of that. Um, on top of this, this is also definitely like an edited down version of what I have to say. So... <laughs> be grateful that I ended up cutting like half of it out um but yeah this is very much like case by case basis these are just sort of examples of things that I've been hearing about from friends um even in other podcasts that I listen to they're talking about sort of some you know I've heard a few people talking about similar situations um and so I thought I would just sort of touch upon those as examples whatever the situation is you need to think about what it is that you are going to gain or lose from making a change in the dynamic. So, for example, actually, take any of those examples. Behind, behind, every, big, behind every big decision you make, there will be pros and cons. It's just the way life is. And sometimes some decisions are so outweighed by one or the other that you don't even think about what the pros and cons are. And I think it's incredibly important to communicate these issues, these challenges, these difficulties with your friends, with your partners, even with your colleagues. Um, I am lucky to work in a place where I'm incredibly close with a lot of my colleagues um, and we all sort of mutually have the same difficulties and challenges at work, which makes it a lot easier to sort of be each other's allies. It's talking about pros and cons. I really respect the company that I work for. It's got a lot of really great credentials. I've met the most amazing people through it as clients, as my colleagues. Um, and I think it's about me outweighing what it would look like for me to, you know, only have been there for six months or whatever on my CV versus finding another position where I will be wholly welcomed 
um, and doing working within an industry that I want to do. I had a um, situation at work recently where there was management sort of made a few comments to me about kind of essentially trying to dictate how I spend my life outside of work. And I'm obviously only contra contracted to certain hours and I'm gonna work those hours. And then obviously what I do outside of work on weekends and my evenings and stuff is not really the business of the company. And it's not like I'm doing anything that's gonna tarnish their reputation or, you know, I'm not doing anything scandalous or whatever. But the manner in which the conversation was approached to me was so, it was actually startling because I felt like I was being completely observed and sort of, I don't know, it, it, it just felt very, I felt very, very small in this moment because it felt like my whole life's work apparently had to become my job. And it's not that I don't like my job and it's not that I don't appreciate you know, what I do for a living and how much time it takes to build a company like the one that I work for. But when someone sort of internally gets involved with my life externally and starts criticizing the way I spend my time and telling me that I need to be doing more and more and more work outside of work hours, I sort of shut down. So I spoke to another colleague about it and she was pretty unhappy with the way that it was handled and she had had a similar situation where she was sort of told oh, it wasn't that similar in the sense but she had been f sort of made to feel the same way I had been made to feel um which was not great but at least I had that ally at work but it also helped sort of instigate this thought in my mind of I studied drama and writing for four years of my life it's two and a half years later and I'm doing nothing with it so I, you know, my, my vocation, I believe, is acting. And I think that working in this, this job um, in an office for a company that I like, but I'm not obsessed with, and I'm not, I'm not at an age where I, I'm, <laughs> sorry, I keep jumping around, but I'm simultaneously too old and too young to be this unhappy with my day to day. And I see, you know, all these TikToks and these Instagram reels and videos and posts and everything everywhere of people being like, I wasn't happy enough, so I quit my job, here I am, blah, blah, blah. I'm now living as a content creator in Paris, whatever. I'm not looking to be an influencer. And a lot of these people, I think, probably quit their jobs in order to live that life. And yeah, it seems great and everything. And I've worked with a lot of them through my day job, actually, and who were some of the most incredible people. I think instinctively, you know or instinctively maybe your friends know and if you genuinely are torn then call up your best mate and be like i need you to be honest about your thoughts on my partner or i need you to be honest about your thoughts on my job or whatever it is and listen to what the people who are closest to you in your life say because if you are so incredibly stuck that you can't even hear your own thoughts and differentiate the thoughts of your wants versus the thoughts of your needs then get an outsider's perspective. And by outsider, it could be your partner, it could be your best friend, but it's an outsider of yourself and an external person coming in and assessing the situation and helping you move forward. So I don't really know what the point of this episode is. I think I wanted to just get back on the podcast and reconnect with my listeners because it has been an incredibly long time since I have given you guys some content to listen to on your commutes. Um, or while you're putting your face on in the morning or before you go out or whatever it is. Um, and I 
really appreciate everybody's patience. I have had a few messages from people in the past couple of weeks asking me, you know, if the podcast is dead. And it's not dead, it's been asleep. I, but I'm back and I'm going to start living my life for myself and not other people, which means putting my needs before other people's wants. And my need is to invest time and energy into what makes me happy. And my podcast makes me happy. It's always made me happy. It's something that I have have tremendous pride in. Um, and yeah, I just want to say thank you for your patience. I am back now. And um, my lovely dear co-host Ella is about to move to Paris. Last episode, I think I touched on, or it might have been part one of Bella's episode, but I touched on that Ella was moving to Paris and she's been unavailable for a while, but she's going to be a lot closer than in the States. Um, and so we will be, what, either both of us or just me featuring her occasionally, we'll be back with more episodes soon. So I'm just going to leave you with the gentle reminder. Figure out what your needs are in life, whether it's your job, whether it's your living situation, whether it's your partner, whether it's your friends, whether it's your relationship to alcohol, drugs, people, whatever it is. Um, I think you need to assess what you need in life. Check in with yourself, realize what you need in this moment um, and figure out if those needs that come to your mind, is there somebody else getting in the way of those needs and how can you have a discussion with them about adjusting it or how can you make the decision for yourself to move forward with or without them. Anyway, thank you again for all of your patience in the lack of episodes. The podcast is going to be coming to you hot and heavy in the next couple months and I am very excited to share with you some incredible guests that I have coming on and some amazing new features that are coming to the podcast that you have heard about in the past that were sort of put to the side. But I appreciate every single person who spends even a second listening to the podcast. It means a lot to me, even though I don't use it as much as I should. Here on out, there will be more episodes for you to enjoy. And every listener everywhere is hugely appreciated. So I cannot wait to get back in the swing of editing, recording, interviewing, uploading, listening, brainstorming episodes and ideas. And if you, as always, would like to be a guest on the podcast, DM me at talk.dirty.2.me on Instagram or text me. Because if you're listening to this, we're probably friends and you probably have my number. Um, or you can email at talk, talkdirty at gmail.com um, and we will be in touch and we can arrange for that exciting interview at some point soon. Sending lots of love to you. I hope that you take care. COVID still exists, so please, please stay safe. I feel worse than I do when I had Omicron over Christmas. Um, so please take care of yourself, but I appreciate everybody and I cannot wait to share other life changes in my life as they come and as they go. And yeah, we're on this journey together.